Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with John Tredenik, the founder and CEO of Merlin's Search Technologies, a developer of cloud-based search applications. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Ari? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm honored to be speaking with you. Tell us about your background and the genesis of Merlin Search Technologies. Well, I actually started as a trial lawyer and spent the first 20 years of my career as a trial lawyer and a litigation partner for Holland & Hart, the largest law firm in the Rockies. In the 90s, we began developing systems to connect people together and to search documents for e-discovery. And by 2000, we were doing it for firms that weren't even using us for lawyering. So I proposed to the firm, we spin that business out and we formed Catalyst, one of the early e-discovery technology search companies. And we grew that to over 160 people and five data centers around the world. So we sold Catalyst to OpenText in January of 2019, wasn't ready to retire. So I started Merlin Search Technologies. You mentioned spending two decades at a law firm and then selling Catalyst to OpenText. What lessons did you learn in those roles that have helped shape Merlin's mission? Well, I kiddingly said that my next book would be titled Everything I Needed to Know in Business I Learned as a Trial Lawyer. But I think that discussion would go longer than your parameters. But I learned that being straight, treating everybody well, getting to the heart of issues and not shying around and not overstating your case were simple formulas for doing well as a trial lawyer. And they apply in business as well, in my view. What is Sherlock? How does it relate to Merlin? Sherlock is the world's first AI-powered digital document bloodhound. It's a name we gave to an algorithm we developed as an adjunct to Merlin integrated search. In other words, it is one of the first algorithmic search platforms on the market. How do you gauge the speed of Sherlock? Well, Sherlock is at its heart a machine learning algorithm, a sophisticated logistic regression algorithm. In that regard, it works a lot like other algorithms that were commonly used for TAR or what people call continuous active learning. Many of these algorithms would take hours or sometimes overnight to analyze documents. One of the fastest might take eight to 10 minutes to analyze a million documents. When we developed Sherlock, we realized that it was an order of magnitude faster. Sherlock can analyze a million documents, meaning starting with whatever documents you want to start with, analyzing them, building a model around them, applying it. In our demo site, we have 2 million documents, analyzing all of them for potential relevance, then bringing back your top document, not in eight to 10 minutes or eight hours, but in 100 milliseconds. That's a blink of an eye. So that's what we mean when we talk about fast. It means that we can integrate the algorithm right into the search platform and revolutionize document search, frankly, the way Pandora changed how we find new music. 
Imagine a world where you point to a document, you send it to Sherlock, and within the blink of an eye, Sherlock has analyzed that document, or it could be hundreds of documents, figured out what makes them important, what the key terms are, and is bringing you back more, either one or even 50 documents, all in a blink of an eye. For what types of matters is search technology like this best suited? Well, I didn't form Merlin just to be a new or another legal technology company. Our vision goes way beyond. We believe that when people realize how easy and powerful Sherlock is to use for searching large document populations, it will go across markets. It'll be valuable in medical, in financial, and frankly, any place where you are searching a government archives, for example, where you're searching large documents. Imagine trying to search the billions of documents in a government archive and to figure out keyword search that will find your documents. It's a very difficult proposition and very few are good at this complex Boolean search syntax. What if you could just point to a document that is relevant, that you're interested in and say, Sherlock, find me more. Again, the analogies like music, how do you go about finding new music? In the old days, we would go to the music store and paw through records, putting them on for sample. You'd buy magazines. You would talk to your friends. You'd listen to the radio, all in hopes of finding some new music. With a smart algorithm, which is what Pandora brought to the market, you just point Pandora. You say, I like Jimmy Buffett. Find me some more music. And amazingly, it does. And that's how Sherlock works as well. How has your team been able to accelerate the search process so much? We're the first to integrate keyword and algorithmic search into a single platform. To my knowledge, there's nothing anywhere in the world like this. Not today, although I'm sure there will be in the future. And so we had a vision once we had developed this smart algorithm that it could change how we do search. Now, I've got a long way to go before I convince the world of that vision, but I assure you, I'm ready to make that trek and, and we will uh, we'll convince folks. Once you try out this kind of search, you're never going to want to go back to keyword search alone again. It's just as simple as that. Given how organizations are undergoing a digital transformation, how do you see legal technology evolving? The driver for legal is really two things. It's never changed. It's always been the same. It is the exploding volume of content that we have to deal with and the cost of doing, uh, using traditional means to find relevant documents in that content. The cost of review has exploded along with the volumes of documents that we have to look at. So the only answer we have is to seek help from smart algorithms. This is true in so many fields, whether you're talking self-driving cars or robots or what have you. Think of Sherlock as like an extension for the mind. For example, keyword search is based on us analyzing and figuring out what terms might be relevant. And in a big keyword search, what? You have 10, 20, 30 terms, 50? 
Sherlock analyzes every term used in the corpus and ranks them all in terms of likelihood or relevance. Only a computer can begin to do those kind of things at that speed. No human being was ever going to decrypt the DNA strands. It was only until the computer came along with enough power to do that analysis at lightning speeds that we could achieve that goal. What inspired you to develop Sherlock in lieu of retiring after selling Catalyst? You know, I thought I was too young to retire. At 69, there's a, another chapter ahead. I did 20 years as a trial lawyer, 20 years at Catalyst, and I thought there's still another chapter. But frankly, what inspired me was the thought and the hope that we could bring an answer to this longstanding problem of, of how bad keywords are. I mean, frankly, keywords suck, except if you considered all the other alternatives, as Winston Churchill would say, there were no alternatives. And as a result, uh, we were stuck. The chance to bring new technology to apply what people are doing around the world, integrating these new machine learning algorithms and delivering them through a secure cloud environment was just too exciting to me to pass up. I didn't want to be watching it happen while I sat in a rocking chair on the front porch of my house. What's next in the development cycle for Merlin Search Technologies? Well, Ari, we have two main points of focus at Merlin right now. One is taking Sherlock to newer and higher levels, and I've got a team working on that. But there's another one I think is equally as interesting and potentially equally revolutionizing. Because we built our product cloud native, we can do some things that Nobody else seems to be able to do, and it not only affects functionality, but pricing. So imagine a world where instead of paying monthly by the user or the gig, I could charge you for a matter on an hourly basis with one price for when the application was active and a much reduced price when we put it offline. Imagine a world where you've got a button right on your dashboard that says, turn off this application. Or even better, you could set the time it runs, or frankly, I'm going to have the team build a watcher that says, Ari, when I, we don't see any activity on your site for, say, 45 minutes, put the application to sleep. What we're talking about is uh, utility pricing, the true utility pricing while you, where you pay while you use it and don't pay or pay a reduced amount when you don't. And that's just half the bargain. We're also going to offer the platform on a subscription basis, a yearly basis, where you get a discount for taking it for a year. But more important, this becomes a platform that you can use to manage multiple cases. Imagine starting your day with a dashboard that said, well, I've got five cases in the works at different stages, and I'm going to push a button and load up the one case we're going to work on today work on it as long as we want, then put it to sleep and load up another case. Imagine if by taking the resources, not for a case, but taking the resources for the year, you can use them to manage a dozen cases, really as many as you want, with the notion that you just put one case up at a time, which is, fits the, the work pattern. I can only, only analyze and search one case at a time. Then as an organization, maybe you take three of these platforms 
uh, again at a much reduced rate and manage 30 cases with him. Imagine having 30 cases and you don't have to pay 30 hosting fees. I think this is going to be very novel in our industry, but it's the use of the kinds of things the cloud uniquely brings us, the capabilities of using the software and paying for what you use when you need it. What advice do you have for legal tech entrepreneurs? They already know that legal tech is a tough market. And it's a tough market for a lot of reasons. But the biggest one is that the buyers and the users are often a Grand Canyon widths apart. And on top of that, there's the, the elephant in the room, the billable hour. I used to kid in the early Catalyst days that if I came to a managing partner of a firm and told him or her that we'd develop new technology that would cut review by 90%, that would save your lawyers on needless time, he or she would look at me and say, what, are you crazy? You're not only wiping out my main source of income, you want me to pay you for that product? And that's the issue. You've got to realize that one way or another, you're in a tough market spot because you're battling the billable hour with these tools that make people more efficient. And that's a tough road to go. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with John Tridenik the CEO of Merlin Search Technologies, a developer of cloud-based search applications. John, thanks so very much. Uh, thank you, Ari. That was a lot of fun. Hope we can do it again. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit reinventingprofessionals.com or ariekaplanadvisors.com to learn more.